Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. Let's tap in. We're not going to be long. Uh, Just a quick PSA to the family out there. All right. How we doing? How we doing? Assalamu alaikum to all those who tapping in. You understand me? To the divine creator. You understand me? To everybody um, that's here on this planet Earth, man. That here to get some wisdom, get some knowledge, that's ready to be a part of that 19 million, that want to tap in to unlock that rusty lock mind of theirs, you feel me, and move forward to a whole different standard of living so that we don't have to continue to, you know, portray the ignorance that we portray on a day-to-day basis so that the world doesn't have to be in a consistent level of chaos on a day-to-day basis so that we can move towards some real power, you understand me, we can move towards some real family. And we can stop being afraid of one another. Assalamu alaikum, which means peace be upon to you. Um, today I wanted to have a conversation with you all. And um, it's going to be a brief conversation. But I did want to speak on a few things that everybody seems to be afraid to speak on. The elephant in the room. You understand me? And number one of those things is... Uh, our good brothers and sisters over there with the NFAC, um, throughout time, even when it was the UNIA, there was the Black Brotherhood, which was essentially a foreign militia, you understand me, a gun club. They had their own secret society during the time that Marcus Garvey, you understand me, um, was moving throughout the United States of America. And so we are not unfamiliar with the territory of us being armed. Black people in America have taken arms for a while, notably um, the Black Panther Party, you understand me, with their armed resistance. Unfortunately, I see parallels that's happening today with the NFAC and the Black Panther Party and how the community treats the developing stories that's happening and surrounding the NFAC. Now, I really only want to present a lesson and a thought process for everybody 
regardless of what your position is on guns, what your position is on the brothers and sisters that get out there and mobilize. And you can't be afraid of these things. You have to understand the reality that we're living in today requires everyone to play their part and take up some measurement of duty. And if you don't have your duty and you're not working, then shut up. You understand me? And if you don't have verification, validation, evidence, and facts against another brother or sister, you understand me? Then shut up. You understand me? Either wait, gather, or help and support, or just be silent completely. Now, in Oakland, California, they had what you known as your black Muslim bakery that had been around for like 40, 50 years, right? And my father was telling me a story how Huey P. Newton used to come by, you understand me? And all of the Black Panthers used to come by your Black Muslim Bakery back in the day. You feel me? And, of course, everybody knows that Black Panther Party, you understand me, got their training and, and, and their tenets and things of that nature from the FOI, the Fruit of Islam, the Nation of Islam. You understand me? Um, which began with Matthew Arthur Muhammad and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And then later, of course, you understand me, rebirthed through the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan through the instruction of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And so it has been a pillar within a community in black America, you understand me, for 90 plus years going. And so we know where that establishment, where that level of discipline and that power comes from. And even the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has stated his affection, you understand me, and his inspiration from um, the Honorable uh, Mosea Marcus Garvey, you understand me, which is important. There's a lineage in black America. There's a lineage of support. And then there's also a study of history of what happens to leadership, what happens to, to revolutionaries who step in front of the bullet for the people. And so when we look at the history of Huey P. Newton, he tells a strong story. There are no streets named by Huey P. Newton. You understand me? There's no holiday for Huey P. Newton. There's no people's fund for his family. You understand me? And while he was alive, he stepped in front of the fire. You understand? There was no social media during that time. There was an intelligent group of young men and a very vast group of young women that were backing, supporting, and producing the uh, Black Panther Party during that time. Now, when things weren't in the headlines and things had fell down and the fire wasn't there, you understand me? That a lot of those brothers who stepped out, they were left to their own devices. They were left to their own protection. But of course, they already been blackballed by society. They had no way to fend for themselves. They couldn't make money the regular way. Once you stepped in, you feel me? And you step in front of the people and you say that I'm public enemy number one because I'm standing up for my people. Now, once a black man does that or a black woman does that, then that means that they have given their life for the people. And that means that the community must stand behind them and support so that they continue to work for the people. Uh, David Banner once said that he was talking about how he get his checks from black people. And he said, you want me to get my checks from black people because that means I work for black people. I owe black people. You understand me? Now, what I'm seeing today, unfortunately, is a repetition of history in many different ways. Now, we know that if we're calling for the defunding of police, then that means that we have to step in in some particular order with the policing of ourselves, and there has to be militant order and strategy behind that. There has to be uh, um, training behind it, a lot of training behind that, but it has to be the community behind that as well. Now, 
I'm hearing reports from people saying this brother's an agent, this brother, this, that, and the third without qualified verification. Now, this divisiveness in the community cannot happen, right? That's where we as a people are supposed to be able to take over the narrative and say that, wait a minute, this is something that we believe in. This is something that we want to actually have established for our people. Now, the particular demonstration that they put out for a lot of black women, especially, you understand me? Because in the hoods of America, now let's, let's keep it a million. In the hoods of America, it's niggas killing each other. You understand me? Murdering each other, rapping about how they hunt. You understand me? How they dress up like an old lady to find somebody slipping. You understand me? How they be on a real murderous mob tactics. You understand me? And hip hop supports and portrays that message consistently. You understand me? The degradation of life in the black community is rampant. And so there's a lot of women, especially, and young men that don't feel protected whatsoever. So when the queens see a demonstration of men standing up, they say, finally. You understand me? This is something that makes me feel like I can possibly have a level of protection. And if you're not willing to provide that for the women, if you're not willing to step into that role to establish some organization, you understand me, some training, some efforts, anything, then you should shut up, pure point blank. You should just shut up. You understand me? Because at the end of the day, what happened with Huey P. Newton? You know, Huey P. Newton, he ended up doing, he ended up abusing drugs. And he went out in a way uh, was very unfortunate and it sustained on our community as there was no fund to help that brother. You understand me? There was nobody there for that brother in a way the community should have been there for him as he put his life on the line. And that has happened time and time again in our community. Instead of looking for ways to support, to make sure that these are agents for black America, we trying to figure out if they're agents for white America. You understand me? Instead of coming around and finding the holes and gaps that we say, okay, maybe this part could be a little better. We want to critique and find the flaws and the issues with it. The FOI has had that problem for 90 plus years. You understand me? And continue to have it. And every organization that has started in the black community has that. And Ombalaji Muhammad once said something profound. Don't criticize black, especially publicly. Shut up. You understand me? We always looking for flaws. Shut up. Now, yes, can we produce a better way of doing everything? But we babies at what we even get started. So anytime something starts, you got to remember we starting as babies. Every organization that has started in the black community, especially militarized, nationalized, you understand me, has been infiltrated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So when I see something started, my first thought isn't trying to figure out what's wrong with it. My first thought is to be patient. My first thought is to think about this in a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 year span. My first thought is to think strategically on how our people can utilize each piece you understand me on the board. My first thought isn't to figure out how can I expose another person? Because what happened to Huey P. Newton that continues to happen to his legacy and the Black Panther Party that went out there and they took so much flack. You understand me? They 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 had um PTSD from the war fighting for black America, standing on those front lines. 
And unfortunately, we don't do enough for our activists, for our revolutionaries in our community. That once a black man steps out there, and this is why nobody wants to lead, because once you step out there, you become the biggest target. Not those who say they support you, not those who like and repost and have conversations in a barbershop. You understand me? You're not the target. The one that stands in front is the target. The one that becomes the face is the target. So that means that the community has to do their best to support whoever is that particular target, whoever laid down themselves to be on the front line. The Tamika Mallory's, the My Sons. You understand me? Those are targets. The Derek Graces, the Shifters, myself, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, the Rizzi Islam, the Ben Nexus. You understand me? The Grandmaster Jay, as he is in this particular time period. So I'm saying that because I know that, you know, this is a topic that we don't like to discuss. And I really want us to think on how we support each other. Whether it's this organization, whether it's New Era Detroit. You understand me? Or whether there's any other organization that come out there that speak truth to power and they stand up to cowards. That we have a responsibility as a community to get behind them. To say that, no, we are the government that you are agents for. You understand me? And so until we have a structure set up and until we start playing strategically, until we shut the hell up and quit trying to expose each other, you understand me? And we figure out ways to where we can collaborate and work with each other for the benefit of the future generations. Then we're going to continue to have an issue, continue to have a problem because we are our worst enemies. We are our worst enemies because the devil has turned us against each other and we know each other more than we know anybody. So we know how to get on each other's nerves. We know how to target each other. So I want y'all to take that message and figure out what can you do to support the leadership. And when you see people creating division in the community, tell them to shut up. You understand me? Because one thing that will never get us far is your gossip. It's facts or nothing. It's truth or nothing. It's training or nothing. Everybody doesn't come under the standard of the nation of Islam. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told his followers not to carry guns. And to this day, that remains an order that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gives. But everybody don't follow the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So it's not my role to come out here and, 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 and have an issue with somebody else who moves as they move. If anything, if you figure out a way to do something better, then do it. Until then, shut up. Because Huey P. Newton still ain't got a day. And the activist that's been in our community front line still ain't got a day. Look at this. I'm in Oakland, California right now. You see this? It's a crowd of folks. Now, most of them are white folks. You understand me? Aren't we tired of this? Aren't we tired of yelling? Aren't we tired of protesting? Aren't we tired of having to take a whole goddamn world to get a few officers Convicted of a crime, arrested for a crime. Aren't we tired of having to spend so much energy not being effective? Aren't we tired of not having power? When we got other communities so powerful that if you even say that they have power, they consider that to be hate. But we know we don't have power. We complain about our lack of power, but we compare ourselves to other communities that have power. They showcase they their power. Look at all these white folks out here. 
Now you have to understand that this anarchist shit comes from Oakland. It comes from, from Berkeley. That when we was out here protesting years ago, they was burning things, they were setting up things in a certain way because they have their structure and their militancy. So when we look at that, we say, why we ain't got ours? But we don't want to have to continue to do this. This don't look like progress to me, a bunch of white folks in the street yelling Black Lives Matter when they don't represent no black power. That ain't our goal. Little Boosie playing out there with fuck the police. They having a little all black party with masks on. So our goal, man, and being coming from Oakland and being from Oakland, you feel me? And living out in St. Louis and being from St. Louis at the same time, man. I don't ever want to see no killers out protesting. I don't want to see no gangsters out protesting. Because y'all niggas don't protest each other when y'all got a beef and y'all got an issue and y'all got a problem. Y'all ain't out protesting a brother outside his house saying, I got a problem with you, I'm going to protest until we solve this problem. I don't want to see no gangster out protesting, the killers out protesting, the thugs out protesting. Y'all playing all this gangster, mighty mob, killer, you understand me? All extra shit that you ready to live and die for and go spend some pen time for. But when it comes to, all right, the redemption of your folks and the liberation of your folks, you going to utilize your phone and get digital on it? All of a sudden, you ain't a killer no more. All of a sudden, you a Black Lives Matter protester. But the music that you spew out is all murderous. Come on now. So when I see somebody standing up, I don't care who it is. If you stand up for our people, I support you. Until I see a reason otherwise. You understand me? And when I see a reason otherwise, then we call that out as well. But until then, we shut up. That's the, that's the message today. That's the energy today. You understand me? But I don't want to see no gangsters protesting again. I don't want to see no killers protesting. If you if you a self-proclaimed killer, then go out there and do what you do best for your people then. Stop doing it against your people. You know what I'm talking about? That's what we tapped in right now, man. Until then, we're going to continue to think strategically, think ahead, because the general ain't out there moving like that. The general got to push the paperwork and create the plans for the people so that we actually win the war. And this is an economic war. You understand me? We are in a cold war. Every war ain't hot. It ain't ammo's up, it ain't guns up. It's the cold war as well. To understand how to plot, strategize, and move 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 steps ahead. You understand me? To understand our economic position in the world and how we can mobilize and gain us some real power. You understand me? To understand that in America, as property prices are being driven down and people can't pay these mortgages because of this COVID-19. How do we put together funds and monies, you understand me, and be able to go buy up land and resources so that we can strategize and have our own so that we can actually have a system of separation. And my thesis of separation is ownership. You understand me? How do we step away from the, the hot topics and allowing people to target our sentiments and emotions like the Russians did, you understand me, during the Donald Trump time, you feel me, creating all these fake black bullshit, you understand me, just to get us to be distracted from the decisions that we really supposed to be making on an everyday basis. If we ain't gaining economic position and power, you understand me, then we losing. Our goal is to build. Our goal is to have our own. Because at the end of the day, what is there to protect if we own nothing? Some of us don't own our own lives. Some of us say that we black guys, but we got to go clock in for a white devil. And by devil, I'm talking about those who exploit our people. 
You understand me? By devil, that comes in many different colors and frequencies. There's many black devils in the hood. We talk about this racism shit, and that's a, that's a, that's a waste of looking. You understand me? I'm looking at the mind. I ain't worrying about what your color look like at this point in time. Because there's too many of us. They got the same skin color. You feel me? But the mind is different. They don't rock with us. They believe in being niggas until the day that they die. You understand me? And if you don't have a point of evolution in your life, then you can only be used so much. You understand me? You can't move into the next world that we want to build because we don't want your mindset there. Then we got to root that out as well. We got to root it out. And the moment that we root that out, then we finally create that hereafter. Our goal is to build. So individuals like myself, um, Derek Graves, Brother Ben, Red Pill, Blue Pill, The Shifters, Pop Darby, Billionaire PA, you understand me, Chris Cole. Um, individuals that I personally move out with, right? So I'm speaking on people that I personally move out with. I know for a fact that we speak solution-based. You understand me? And if we can get the minds of the young men and women to tap in the way that we do, we go win. And another thing that I want to say to my black queens out there, my black sisters out there, protect black women is not a weaponized hashtag. To protect black women, it is a responsibility on both sides. And when you say that it's the black man's job to protect black women, what you are saying is that you believe in gender roles. That you believe that in the community, that there's a role that men and women are supposed to play. So that means that if the black man's role is protection, then ask yourself, what is the woman's role? You understand me? How can you come under that protection? Because if I own my own domain and I'm a king and I tell my daughter, she the princess, that look, you got certain guards, you protected in this, if you move a certain way, but if you don't move like that way, you become rebellious and you want to sneak out, you understand me? Then you lose the guardianship or that protection because you no longer coming under that standard. So the question becomes, and I want y'all to think about that for yourself and propagate that. That if the man's role is protection, you believe in gender roles. If the man's role is protection, then you believe in gender roles. So now you have to think, what is your role so that you can come under that protection. Because everybody has to play their role so it works. The most dangerous place in America. The most vulnerable place in America is the club. Every night. The weekends you go out. With strangers. You get drunk. You're vulnerable. You understand me? You're exchanging your information with strangers. You're out. A lot of times you're by yourself. You're not communicating with everybody, letting them know your location. You're not always moving in pairs. You understand me? Sometimes you're going to homes that's not your own. And if something happens, there are two responsible parties. It's you and the perpetrator. Why? Because we are living in dangerous times. And those dangerous times don't disappear because you want people to start acting correct. We know that a very large percentage of men, especially black men, have mental health issues. They weren't raised right. So that means that you're not going to be in careful hands. So that means that we do have to come under a standard. And I know for a fact that, you know, a lot of you all say, you know what, I love 
the nation of Islam, but I can't follow every day. And you want the protection, but you don't want the standard. And unfortunately, at this particular moment in time and where we live at, you can't get both. You can't get both. You understand me? And so when I talk to my brothers and sisters and I say we got to train, the training is your protection. The restrictions that you are placed upon that you submit to. When you have a restriction. The restrictions comes with a reward. And you can't know the reward of the restrictions unless you follow them in totality. So if we say, you know what? You can't do this. You can't move like this. You might have to dress like this. You might have to step out like this. You understand me? You might have to submit to these rules and orders. You might have to change this living the way that you live right now. But guess what? The reward is the protection. The reward is success. It's the same thing with money. It's the same thing with business. There are certain restrictions that you have to adhere to to get to wealth. There are certain restrictions that you have to adhere to to get to protection. But if you don't want to come under those restrictions, then you don't get the rewards. Master for Art Muhammad. You understand me? Laid out restrictions for those that's in the nation of Islam. Certain things that you can't do. And if you do them, then of course you don't get the rewards. When I find myself not following those restrictions, I know that I'm not in accordance with the rewards. That I know that I may be placing myself in danger because I'm not moving accordingly. You understand me? To what would afford me the protection. So now I know that if anything happens, oh, it's my fault because I know better. So when you know better, you do what? You do better. So we have to make sure that we are here and we live to a certain standard. And when you live to that standard, you get the reward. But if you want to do whatever you want to do, then by all means, you have that right. You have free will. You have the ability to do as you want. But that also comes with an effect. It's cause and effect with everything. So live by a standard. Live by certain restrictions, laws, and order. You understand me? Live by certain values and principles. You understand me? And watch. Watch the rewards become reaped from that which you live by. But do not ask for something that you're not willing to work for. Because that requires work. It requires sacrifice. And you have to remember, as much as we complain about the institutions in America, the banking institutions, the education institutions, the entertainment institutions, remember those same institutions of escapism come from them. They don't come from us. We didn't create the industries in the way that they are. When it was back in the day, in the 50s and the 40s, swing time and rag time and, and things of that nature, black folks had debutante balls. They would dress up. They would get smooth. It wasn't the same era that we do in now, where it's an over-sexual, heightened environment. It wasn't the same one. So the protection was different. The movement was different. The era was different. But over time, we become degraded.
and we become products of our environment. And then the statistics got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse throughout time. You understand me? As poverty got worse and worse and worse throughout time, certain habits picked up because of that. And then it got worse for our brothers, it got worse for our sisters. The mental health crisis is crazy for black men in America. I can walk past a man that I knew years ago. His mind was articulate. His mental acuity was sharp. His IQ was high. And today, he's a shell of a human being. It's not who he used to be. His eyes don't have a spark of life in it. He has to be constantly sent back to a hole. You understand me? In the prison. Because he can't operate in a functioning society because his mind is no longer functioning. How did that happen to our brothers? And they labeled as criminals and niggas. And they're not looked at with compassion and empathy. And it's the same thing that's happened with our sisters daily. And so there has to be a restoration. As much as there is a physical, when we talk about that cold war, that's a mental war, a spiritual war that we all have to fight. So once we come under a standard and we operate with a standard, and we're responsible for our operation under that standard, then we can finally come to a place where we reap the rewards as a people. But remember, if today, black people in America were given a form of reparations, would we have the plan to know what to do with that? So that when it comes to the way that we utilize these monies, you understand me and our power? What we know how to facilitate the building of a nation? Will we know the automatic operation of land ownership and feeding ourselves, the cultivation and the creation of farming and agriculture, horticulture, engineering? You understand me? Having food, clothing, and shelter, creating our productions, having international relationships. You understand me? Creating our own standard of monies own standards of wealth and education and media and operation, will we be ready? Because sometimes we want what we're not ready for. We're asked what we're not willing to do in order to receive that correct reward. I know I gotta have a conversation with my family. You gotta have a conversation with your family. And you gotta remember the rebellious ones don't get the reward. And everybody sits down and we say, look, this is how we're going to move as a family. These are the principles, the value, the strategy, the plan, and this is how we're going to operate. Is everybody with this plan? Those who not, they don't get the reward. You ostracize yourself. You eliminate yourself. You come up with the structure and plan. This is how we're going to move. This is going to be the manager of this. This is what we're going to vote on with this. And if you're not willing to come under that structure, then you don't get the benefit. And it's tough love, but it's a love that you showed yourself. So we have to take the emotion out of it and we got to build and we got to have a level of discernment and we have to get forget the news, forget the hot topics, forget the politics. You will win nowhere with politics. That is not your salvation it has never been our salvation. Whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden, it's no salvation and neither one of those men. Zero percent. And because these celebrities only know a PR on how to put together a campaign video, that they don't have the solutions for you. So when they think about what can I do, they go to the old playbook. But there is no salvation in that. 
That's why you don't see the young people of today who are the most innovative with the solutions, innovative with the knowledge. If we did our research and said, you know what? Based on the research and calculations and statistics and history, you know what? I think this would be the most effective for our people. It's not that we just against it. We smart and intelligent. We see the option there, but we did the numbers and we found out that that's not the best option. Otherwise, he would tell you as a solution based thinker. So remember, come under a standard, but don't. It's yours. You understand me? But when these leaders speak, and by leaders I mean anybody who's providing a solution and living by their example, when they speak, you listen. And you come under that 100%. What we say on the internet, Twitter, and all that stuff. Look at the results. Look at how people move. Look at what they do. The knowledge can come from any source. You understand me? Books are leaders. Because the book has the same knowledge as the person who's giving it to you. You just haven't read the book. You understand me? Experience is the leader. That's where you cultivate the information that becomes the wisdom that you teach the people to guide them. You can go get the experience in the book and things of that nature on your own. But when you see somebody with the results, believe them. And stop criticizing black unless you have facts. And stop asking for things you're not willing to work for. Yo, this is my transmission for the day. I had this on my heart and I want you to take that deeply and I want you to think about this. And possibly even listen to it a couple of times or send this to some family members. It's time for us to speak truth, to be real with each other. You know, regardless of whose feelings are hurt. Because if you hurt by the truth, that means you standing and you living in falsehood. Tap in. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.